My name is Wyatt Graham, and I'm Jonathan Yannickitie, and we are here to talk about friendship for the TGC Canada podcast. I've known Yannick for a little while, and I've kind of begun to be a friend to him, but Yannick's also had a number of friendships that he's talked about or mentioned or I've seen, and it's just kind of an interesting thing that he's done because I think many of us who are, you know, done college, done high school, struggle to make and maintain friendships. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk to Yannick and ask him about how he's made friends and how he's maintained friendships. So Yannick, thank you for talking with me. And I'll just start by asking a question. And it's just, how do you make new friends? And then also, how do you keep those friendships strong? So that's just how I'll ask very broadly. Yeah, so maybe maybe uh, I'll, I'll step back just a little bit before that and, and say um, that... Um, it might be it might it might sound a little bit too simple but at the same time i think it's very important i've learned through the years to um really see my brothers and sisters in the church as as brothers and sisters and they're all on some kind of a spectrum of friendship with me and this has been more and more important to me because i, I really am blessed with deep and wonderful friendships and and I'll share I'll share I'll share that with you, but at the same time I've noticed through the years that most of the same principles would be applied because the friendships I'm 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 blessed with are really founded and, and yeah they're they're founded on the gospel you know so so those principles are the same in the church so I like to see all of my relationships in the church with my brothers and sisters on a spectrum of friendship. And to me, they're all brothers and sisters and friends. And the more I've been serving the same church for 25 years. So I would say that I have many friends now in the church and maybe the difference I would, I would make, which I don't even know we, we, we can do that difference uh, uh, distinction from the Bible because Jesus called us our friend, his friends. Uh, um, so, the distinction maybe I would I would make is the the kind of intimacy mm. um, uh, that you will find in a relationship. Um, it's very it's very strange. The same principles I use in my close closer relationships I use with the the elders board, and I can say that all of those guys are friends. And when we go on a, a, an elders retreat, we we really go very deep in our relationship. We'll share things, you know. So it's always the same principles that are there, I think. And then some of those relationships go maybe much deeper. Um, so, so, so what are what are those principles? Um, right before you get there, let me just repeat yeah. something you said. I think it's helpful, and you can sure. kind of think through the principles as I'm talking. Um, yeah. You mentioned that friendship is really based on the gospel. Uh, Jesus calls yeah. us friends. And there's a real yeah. sense in which we are, like, if you're in a church, you're kind of objectively friends with everyone in terms of that status. Yeah. Kind of like when you're saved, you're objectively saved, and then you kind of live that out. And yeah. so, so maybe there's a way to put it this way, that when you become a Christian, you are objectively friends with everyone, but then subjectively, you have to kind of experience that friendship by certain acts by talking to people, inviting them over, going for coffee, watching a movie or whatever it is. I think that's maybe kind of a helpful 
the way is, that you said is kind of helpful for me to kind of conceptualize of the the gospel yeah, yeah. grounding. Yeah, it is. It is, and I think that the 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 main difference that I've experienced in some of my friendship would be the kind of the kind of uh, engagement we have with one another. Uh, how far are we ready to go to spend some time together and things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because one thing that, that is very, uh, uh, I'm searching for my words, so sorry. Uh, evident. How do you say this? Evident. 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 Uh, evident. Thank you. So one thing that's very evident for me after so many years of being in the church and I just, I just passed 50 now. Um, my best friendships uh, are not are not hobbies related. They're not there. There are no special interests. In fact, I would say that my best friendships, if the gospel was not there, most probably we would not be friends. Uh, and 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 I have good relationships with with some non Christians in my family, and and even some I would call friends. But there's there, there are some places where we can never go. And, and there are some things that some some tools that the gospel gives us to deepen a relationship and rebuild where when sometimes there are some 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 uh, hurts that are, are brought up in the relationship uh, that I would not have with them or not not at the same uh, uh, level mm-hmm. so so the gospel is really at the center of those relationships and I'm not trying to sound spirit, uh, more spiritual by saying that all I'm saying is that there's a passion for two souls to connect deeply. And, and the, the, the point of connection is the gospel, is Jesus Christ. And so I, I, I find that in the church. I find that with the board of elders, with co-pastors here. And I find it with some friends with whom, with some of them, we, we even uh, took a covenant together. Mm. Uh, almost like my marriage with my wife. And we, we had to ask our wives, uh, if they allowed us to to take such a, a covenant together, you know. You know so, really, uh, yeah. What's interesting about that is, um, I don't know if you knew this, but I think it's in some early Baptist churches. They actually used to go to the front of the congregation and do a friendship covenant together. So maybe you did know that. Okay, that's probably maybe that's where you got the idea. I, which I find interesting because, for me, as a, in the 21st century, uh, as kind of a, a younger adult that would feel really weird for me to walk up with a friend in front of a congregation and be like, I commit to you as my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet it wasn't apparently weird for people. And if you look across history, there's been some amazingly close friendships that have developed that are in some ways similar to a marriage, not obviously with the, all that, all the factors, but some of the closeness, some of the openness, some of the um, commitments there. So maybe yeah. can you talk to that? Like, what do you mean by you made a made a covenant with some friends? Well, uh, let me start with with the way I understand love in 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 Christianity. It's it's a it's a, we we love without condition. We give ourselves. We we get uh, into a, an engagement with our wife, and 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 we'll say, "I'm gonna love you without any condition," and you will try and do the same and. So this is where we bring the gospel in our relationship. That's the way I see any real and good relationships, any real and good friendships. So, um, so that's what I that's what I did. In fact, the the, the year of my conversion when I was nineteen, I met uh, a young man in the church. We became friend, 
he was a little older than me in, in faith and more mm-hmm. mature than me, but we, we really connected then. And so I wasn't even married. And we took a vow together to uh, befriend uh, each other until the Lord uh, come and takes either one of us. And, and the, uh, the vow we took is that we would always be there for each other. We always would um, take care of each other. Uh, and help us uh, and help each other grow in Jesus uh, till the Lord uh, takes us apart. And, and, and so we did that. I was 19 and, and that relationship suffered a lot through the years, mm. uh, mostly on my part, I would say. And at one point I really had to sit down with, with my friend and say, you know what? I, I, I hurt you so much. I don't know if we're going to be able to, to build it up again and start afresh. And, uh, and that's, so it's, it's very, very um, coincidental that we have uh, this discussion today because last week I went for a walk with him and he just told me, and I'm, I'm getting emotional just remembering that. He just told me, you know what, Yannick, I really believe that we will be able to honor our covenant. Hmm. Um, and we, that we will be faithful. So it took many years to, to build back that relationship. Uh, um, but it's still an engagement that we took before the Lord. And later on, a few years later, uh, after I was married, uh, I met two, two, uh, two guys who were training for pastor to, uh, to be pastor. Um, and, uh, and, um, we took the same vow, the three of us together. Um, with the agreement of our wives, because that meant that we, uh, I would give all access to those guys to my life. So what was in that, uh, that vow? We, we committed to be uh, fully transparent. We allowed the other two guys to come in our lives at any time, asking any question on any matters. And we vowed that we would be there for each other. So at that, that time, Francois Turcotte, whom you know, Army, was uh, pastoring a church in uh, Fermont, mm. which is 16 hours north of Montreal. And, uh, wow. and, and just, to, just to make sure that we agreed, we said, if you call us, we'll be there tomorrow. Just, just tell us you need us by your side. Wherever you are, give us 24 hours, and we'll, be, we'll be there. And this was just a way for us to, to understand how far we were going. So we we saw the roles of each other as watchdogs, as, uh, as friends, as counselor. And what we do is that we go on retreats twice a, a year for a few days, read books, pray together, share. Uh, we're accountable to each other. Um, and sometimes the, the relationships uh, are, are hard. Some of us are suffering. One of us might be suffering and just doesn't feel he, he wants to to share anything and or be there even. Uh, but we stuck to it because we took that vow before the Lord. And, and I can say with great confidence that uh, I really don't know if I would still be in, in pastoral ministry without those, uh, those friendships. So that, that's, pretty, that's pretty intense. I do understand that there are no, not many uh, uh, guys or even women who would do the same thing. Maybe it's too intense for, for many. Uh, but still without taking a covenant, I think the same principles can apply. 
That's helpful. And I think one thing that you've done, I think for people hearing this, is you've said you can take friendship seriously even from 19 to, you said you're 50, right? 19 to 50, 30 yeah. years, yeah. 30 or so years. And it's possible. And I think for many people, even though what you said is, is a stronger version of friendship than we're used to, you've evinced that it's entirely possible. And in fact, historically, you know it's possible. People did similar things all the time, maybe not with covenants, but with strong friendships. And I, I, I do think we're missing something when we don't obligate ourselves as friends. Mm -hmm. Because to be a friend, in my mind, uh, means more than an acquaintance. And there's an obligation of care for one another that it's kind of implied, at least in a friendship. So as we kind of close down this podcast conversation, maybe um, I could ask you this question. You can kind of talk to it. Is what you have done in terms of covenantal friendship, would you recommend that to believers? And if you would recommend it, how would you tell someone, like, how do you, how do you find the right friend to choose? Like, what are the, what are you looking for when you do that? Yeah, that's a great, great question. Uh, first, I would say don't don't rush into it because it's uh, it's something uh, uh, something very serious to take a vow before the Lord. Um, at the same time, I think those vows kept our our friendship just as my vow before the Lord kept my friendship with my wife um, and our relationship. But what I would say is that um, be generous, be generous with 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 some people whom you you find inspiring and, and be generous of your time and of yourself and invest in really a, maybe at first a casual friendship, but, but ask the Lord to lead you to people who inspire you. Um, when, when uh, I'll, I'll compare that to my relationship with my wife. I, when I became Christian and got married two years later and I had really a frivolous life in the world and, and, and when I became Christian, I, I told the Lord, by your grace, I won't go out with many, many young girls before I marry one. And, and um, so I was praying and I, I, I was asking the Lord, just, just show me the girl I will love, but who will love you even more than she loves me. And, and so, so uh, I had noticed my wife, Esther, we were in the youth group and everything. And at one point we were praying with the youth. And I, I just heard her pray, and I thought, that girl will always love Christ more than she will love me. And, and so she will always pull me up to Christ, pull me toward Christ. And what, why I'm sharing, sharing that is, is because that's what I search in friendships. I'm looking toward a man who would inspire me and whom I would, I would envy their closeness with the Lord. And obviously, we have our ups and downs, so, so it's not it's not constant. But I'm attracted to those kind of guy to 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 befriend them, and then I'll be generous with them. Uh, I'll give my time. We'll be very casual, and, and if, if we see something's coming up, maybe we'll go on a a few days of retreat and say let's 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 take a prayer retreat together. Let's share. Let's read a book together. Let's see how can we challenge ourselves. And, and this would be the first steps that I would be taking toward uh, moving that trend. And I don't think you have to, to, to have any uh, 
any hobbies that you love i think christ is at the center of that relationship yeah mm. well that's helpful yannick uh, thank you so much for talking to me I, I again i love being able to have these conversations on some really pieces of practical wisdom and i think friendship is very practical and yet uh, maybe we don't have a lot of avenues where we can freely talk about friendship so thank you yeah. for opening up this one that we could have blessings to you friend thanks again thanks Wyatt.